Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is only a test. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. What's happening? Spinafel is here, man. We got is an everything emergency. okay? <laughs> we got an emergency going on, Skip. <laughs> an really? emergency is going on right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> we have a, a minor emergency in the NFL. We had to come to you with the emergency broadcast system. Wait, this is the actual, <laughs> that's the actual emergency broadcast system test um, in America. When did they... Can you remind me, when did they used to do that? I, I grew up with this, but when did this they... This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. But they would just do it periodically on TV, right? In voluntary yeah. cooperation with federal, state, just randomly. and local authorities. Yeah. Have developed this system. Don't they have different sounds, right? In the event of an emergency. Yeah. If this had it's been like, an actual emergency... Sound like the modem. You've just heard would have been yeah. followed by official <laughs> information, news, bing, bing, or instructions. <laughs> this station serves the Northeast Illinois area. This concludes uh-huh. this test Illinois. Of the Let's emergency go. broadcast system. <laughs> I don't know. I was thinking about that and some other did test you, stuff. Did you grow up with the, um, it's 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? Did you grow up with that? <laughs> I remember that. I remember well, that. I grew, <clears throat> I grew up with that, especially in Atlanta, because I grew up during the Atlanta child murders, mm-hmm. and and they were playing. they that. would play Every every night at ten o'clock, it's ten o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Oof! I watched a documentary <clears throat> about that dude, man. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but right, but yeah, the, uh, uh, clearly this is not a major emergency because we haven't even said why we have decided to drop an extra <laughs> podcast. You, you said it already. It's a minor emergency, yeah. uh, and it's related to Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um. Russell Wilson has been benched for Jared Stidham. Yes. Um, So the reason why this warrants a bit of an emergency podcast is because this is, this is a bigger kind of um, Mm -hmm. atom bomb being dropped here um, than just Russell Wilson getting benched for Jared Stidham. Now, obviously, did you see what his, did you see his first press conference? Who? Russell Wilson spoke about it. I just, I'm just, here, here's what he yeah, said. Yeah, play it. You play catch it, a nigga off guard with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Wilson has probably never sounded that black in his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but this, I had to be silly. But, uh, <laughs> no, but that's good. Um, so there's a lot to unpack here. I, ironically, yeah. Ra- Raiders fans, you already know this scenario because it happened to you last year with Derek Carr. So essentially what's happened is that Russell Wilson was benched in order to prevent paying him guaranteed money in the event that he gets injured in his last two games. Now what's so significant about that is that it clearly indicates that the Broncos are ready to part ways with Russell Wilson. No, 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 no. 
It's not that they're ready to part ways. We talked about this too. Mm. Not that they're ready to part ways. It's that either they restructure this big ass contract or they're ready to part ways. Well, I, I believe that that has a, the attempt to restructure right. his his well, deal. They did that. Has, they tried, yeah, it didn't work. <clears throat> I think it's already taken place. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, no, and and knowing him, what the bit, the little bit I know about him, I knew from the gate mm. they, that dude's not restructuring. No, he's a well. He talks. He talks in the third person. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> he says we. When he's speaking about himself as well. So that's like right. the fifth person of the shit. <laughs> yeah. The first group. Yeah. There are there are layers of persons involved in the yeah, in the Russell so Wilson that conversation. That, that being said, in, in defense of Russell Wilson, I will say this. And and I'll say it in defense of, of Derek Carr last year and any other player mm. who has an injury clause in their contract. Now when you look at it from their perspective, this is really fucked up, right? Yes, they've got it. So, they've yeah. got an injury clause in their contract that's supposed to cover them in the event that something bad happens to them. They go out there, they put their body on the line every Sunday. So, yeah, they deserve that. Now, essentially, the reporting that we're hearing coming out of the Athletic and some other places is that they went to Russell Wilson way back in October. Mm, and okay. and asked him to restructure this injury clause thing. Ask them, ask them to restructure. <laughs> yeah, ask all multiple Russell Wilsons the, to consider Russell, restructuring. The yeah, the, ma- the the full matrix of Russell Wilsons were were yeah. gathered, and <laughs> and he said no. So essentially, what they're saying, they they went to him and and asked him to restructure this. He says no, and they came back to him essentially with a gun to his head, saying. If you don't restructure this, we are going to bench you. So it's like, it's just kind of fucked, in my opinion. Um, Anyway, they're going to bench him. I would, yeah, exactly. But the weird thing is, is that so they're benching him so he doesn't get hurt, right? But they're not do, but they're not doing what the Raiders did, which is essentially when the Raiders did this last year. Derek Carr was dropped all the way to third string quarterback. He wasn't even in the right. building. Right now, Russell Wilson is technically the backup, right? Mm. So you only have one layer of protection. In the year of the backup, where quarterbacks are dropping like flies all over the place, there's still a chance that Russell Wilson can get hurt if you decide to go into this weekend with him as your number two quarterback. So you know who their uh, the team doctor is? Oh God, is it Tyrod Taylor's doctor? <laughs> 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 Bingo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, what, man, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Whenever we, so, every now and then, we get a huge reminder that this is a business, and this is one. Absolutely. So, I thought it would be interesting to walk through this a little bit and have a conversation about, you know, essentially how we got here, what this really means, um, and where does everyone go from here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as how we got here, I think it's important to remember that the Broncos paid a pretty hefty price to get Russell Wilson, including two first rounders, two second rounders, just to get him in the building, right? Mm-hmm. From the Seahawks. This is back because, in March. Of, because he's high, it's the type of guy he is, man. That, that team around him makes sure exactly. he gets top dollar. <clears throat> and then once they got him in the building, they signed him 
like they he he wanted an extension beyond the current Seahawks contract that he was playing on. So they gave him a five year, $245 million extension before the 2022 season even started. Okay. So in 2022 with Wilson as the quarterback under Nate Hackett, of course, the Broncos went five and 12. We all remember that. It was very funny. Uh, in 2023 <laughs> with Sean Payton in charge, the record is obviously better. And, Russ has played better, much better this year, mm-hmm. um, but arguably 2022 provided us with a pretty low bar. Um, the facts are that according to ESPN, the Broncos ranked 16th in scoring this year, 20th in third downs, 22nd in the red zone, 25th in passing, and 31st in goal-to-go situations. Mm. And we also heard a lot of complaining out of Sean Payton throughout the entire season about how he was having to shorten the the tear, rip pages out of the out of the playbook mm-hmm. because Russ couldn't understand. Like there was a lot of undercutting throughout the season. I think we've known for a long time that yeah, Sean Payton and Russell bad. Wilson was not going to work out. Um, but it's been working out. But and it has been field. working out. On it has been working, been working out on the field. Yeah, it has. And uh, the other weird wrinkle to this is that technically the Broncos have, you know, a fairly significant statistical chance of still making the playoffs. So I I don't Mm. I don't know what the actual percentage chance is, but it's not like, you know, we're not talking about the bear. I think the bears have like a, they still have a 1% chance of making the playoffs. It's like that, like, you know, if things fall right and the, and the Broncos went out, they can still make it. Maybe they don't um, trust Team Russ. You know what I mean? Mm. Maybe they don't trust them to just uh, not go out there and oops, ah, my back. Mm. I think I think really what's happening here is that Sean Payton is kind of a no nonsense guy. I don't think he wanted. I think he took this job despite the fact that Russell Wilson was his quarterback. Mm-hmm. And I think he's probably been plotting since the moment he got in the building. How the fuck did we get rid of this guy? Wasn't his contract like a lot of it guaranteed or something like that or no? Yeah. Let's well, let that, that brings me to the next part of this conversation, which is what is this, what does this all mean exactly? Okay. Um, <clears throat> first and foremost, Sean Payton attempted to paint this as a football related move. Um, Come on, bro. This is not a football-related move. This is about money. Okay, like, I don't, I don't about, like that dude, man. How you feel? What's your vibes on that guy? I don't like him. He's. I'm a Falcons fan, and he's primarily, mm. as, you know, for me as a Saints coach. So, yeah, no, never liked him. Okay. Uh, and then, obviously, with the Bounty Gate thing, you know, mm-hmm. then then my just my my kind of rivalry hatred became some like just that much more validated when that thing yeah. came out. And also I just don't like the way he treats people. He's kind of like, exactly. like we, we just saw this a, what last week he's on the sidelines yelling mm-hmm. at Russell Wilson. Like he's a six year old who fucking, mm-hmm. you know, you know, who, who did something stupid at school. It's like, I, I just think, I don't know. He's old school like that. And I just feel like we're kind of moving beyond that kind of. It's like, evidence by these that? new coaches, man. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. The reason why they're cutting him is because if he gets injured, they owe him $37 million guaranteed. Straight cash, homie. For next well, year. So that's well. the reason why they're putting him on the bench. <clears throat> well. 
that that would kick in automatically if he does if he's not able to pass a physical at the end at the beginning of the league year. So that's assuming he mm. he got a significant injury in these last two games. Um, Tell him to bring me my money. So again, as I said, this implies that when the season is over, they'll be announcing at some point that Russell Wilson and Denver Broncos are going in separate directions. Here's basically no matter how you slice it this will result in the largest dead cap money hit in the history of the NFL. Wow. Okay. If Denver releases Russell Wilson before March 17th, they will be on the hook in 2024 for $85 million in dead cap money. Okay. Damn. Should they, now they can eat it all in one year and just suck. I don't know what they're going to do, but they can also, if they decide to cut him post June one, then they can spread it out. It could be 34 point or 35.4 million in 2024. And then 49.6 dead money in 2025. Either way you cut it, it's still $85 million dead cap hit. There's no getting out of that. Hmm. Maybe they'll try Um, to find a, somebody to take some of it off. Nah, that dead cap is dead cap. The dead that has nothing to do, and they already have some guaranteed salary money that they have mm-hmm. to pay him for next year. That they can play around with and hope that somebody else will take it. But mm. at this point, and we'll get to that conversation in a minute. Who's going to do that? Um, either way you slice it, it's eighty-five million. This is very similar to what happened to the Falcons uh, two years ago with Matt Ryan. The reason why we had Marcus Mariota as our quarterback is because we decided to eat the full forty to forty-five. Uh, in Mark, one year. <laughs> so it was a 40 to 45 million cap hit for the Falcons that year. This is twice that amount. God damn. I don't yeah. know what you do, man. Because they got the coach. It's almost like you you know they want Sean Payton. So maybe just eat that for a year. I mean, he's made yeah. lemonade <clears throat> out of the current. I mean, and the, the roster not really lemons, but... Well, okay, so let, that brings me to the to the probably the more interesting part of this conversation, which is where does everyone go from here? I I would like let's start with with Russell Wilson because that's the easier one to figure out to me. Okay, um, exactly what is the market for Russell Wilson? It, honestly, I feel like I'll ask you because. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the last two years in Denver have been so damaging to his brand that I can't think of a single team that is going to dump a bag of money at the feet of Russell Wilson to be their starting quarterback. That's close um, all the way. And right. I cannot. I, I think. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, go, it, go ahead. That's. I wanted to look at all the teams. I was pulling it up now. <laughs> uh <laughs> That's not a good sign. The first team that came to mind, but they're going to have their quarterback back. It's these teams that just are good and don't have a quarterback. Like, I think he's an upgrade over Deshaun Watson Mm. on a team, but that's a problem. They already got a crazy salary situation to deal with when that dude is not looking good and they might have to deal with more of that. I mean, it's not like Wilson's going to come cheap, so you got to have somebody who doesn't have a quarterback and it's like a quarterback away. Mm. You know what I mean? I think of maybe the Colts, but they got Quentin Richardson. So I, I looked What's at the all, quarterback name? 
Um, Anthony Richardson. Anthony yeah. Richardson. I said Quinn Richardson. I looked at all 32 teams, and in my mind, the teams that need a quarterback, I would say Patriots. Mm, Steelers. 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 Yeah. Raiders. Ooh, Giants. Patriots. Commanders. Saints. Falcons. Those are the teams that need quarterbacks. Mm, that's that good. being said. Bears. Patriots, Bears, maybe. But the Bears, I didn't put the Bears on my list because the Bears have the number one pick in the draft. Patriots will also have a high draft pick, so that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. Um, And if Sean Payton hates Russell Wilson, how do you think? Well, Bill Belichick might not be there, actually. I didn't think Mm -hmm. about that. There's a fairly good chance. Actually, you know what? I I did not think about that when I wrote the Patriots down. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Raiders. I got it. Go ahead. Hmm. Russell Wilson with Eric Bieniemy in Washington. Sure. That's the one. Sam Howell, just ride, ride it out. Get in a, a Aaron Rodgers type situation where you ride the bench for a couple years, learn the system and all of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eric Bieniemy's, uh, what is that, the Air Raid or whatever they do, that version of Air Raid. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The commanders are the only one that makes sense to me on this list that I have because in oh, my I didn't opinion, hear you say commanders. Yeah, the for me the Raiders, the Saints, and the Falcons fall into the same category for me as franchises who have been trying to dick around at the quarterback position for the last couple of years, and their mm-hmm. fan bases are not going to ha- that yeah. they will they will revolt. I, it's certainly the say the saints are ready to burn Derek Carr at the stake. Can you imagine if they brought in Russell Wilson, they would go nuts Raiders too. They tried this thing with Jimmy G that didn't work. They're going to do that again. No Falcons, have, you know, tried to do Mariota and then fucking, um, you know, Desmond Ritter Falcons fans are not going to stand for that either. Mm. Although there aren't that many Falcons fans. So maybe you could slip it by them and it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody shows up to the game. Panthers but, fans, Panthers fans might be uh, okay with him going there and letting uh, Bryce Young kind of maybe. Yeah, sure. I didn't think about bit, that. Learn a little bit. The other possibility here, which would be kind of sad, does this turn into a Cam Newton type situation? Yes. Where it's just like poof, you're gone. Nobody likes you. Not even nobody likes you. It's like the thing you did that made you that special player, it, it evaporated so quickly mm-hmm. that you can't fall back on some standard skill set. Right. That can get you to Joe Flacco to end of your career. Sure. Or Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? You can't do right. that type of stuff like those guys. Even uh, Jacoby Brissett. You can't do what these guys do because they can get dropped into a system Stand in the pocket, these pocket passers. But if you're not really a pocket passer, you're five eleven. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna need to move the pocket, and every offense they built for that shit, man. We're gonna build an offense for into the road guy who's got too big of an ego to be a backup. That was Cam Newton's thing. Mm-hmm. These guys, some of these guys aren't made to be backups, man. That's a good point. Aaron Rodgers, um, hey, hey, Aaron, can you uh, can you come in if we need something? Hell no. 
Um, let's move on to the Broncos part of this conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. option one for them. Now, obviously this is with this 85 million dead cap hanging over their head. Option one to me is that next year you just roll with Jared Stidham. You draft a second, third, fourth round quarterback. He's under contract already. Jared Stidham for next year, $5 million. He's already been with the team. He knows the system. Um, problem with that is that if you do that, you're basically telling your fan base, you know, go kick rocks, come back in 2025. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. There's but it might a, be the a whole only thing off season. Gonna... <laughs> nah, there's a whole off season. They could fuck around and figure out a quarterback a upgrade over Trevor Simeon. You mean What's over? These... Um... Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. I don't know why it's Trevor. Oh, you know, I'm thinking of uh, Sean Payton's quarterbacks before. Uh, <laughs> he has had quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think once these new rookies come in and the quarterback carousel begins, that's going to inevitably happen. Quarterbacks are going right. to get healthy again. All of these D- Josh Dobbs and all of these guys, <laughs> you know, these Men- Gardner Minshews, uh, Zach Wilson. With Sean Payton, huh? Huh? No, just kidding. <laughs> That's an but, interesting. I mean, I mean, w- the situation is this: is that with with that eighty five million cap hit, either whether they split it up and spread it out over two years, or take it right in the face in one year, they're basically going to be out there thrift store shopping for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're going to have multiple backup level quarterbacks in the building for next. But year. one thing we've learned from the Cleveland Browns, shout out mm-hmm. to. Kevin Stefanski, mm. it can be done. It can be done. And they got a good defense now. That defense got it together under Vance Joseph. They finally got their shit implemented. They're holding teams okay. They look good. They're not losing games for the team. They can get. And then, arguably, Sean Payton's done a great job getting ring, reeling uh, Russ, Russ in a bit and getting him to play within that system, which – People thought it was going to be a challenge, so he could that's probably fair, do it with somebody else. That's a fair else. point. That's a fair I'm not point. Not that worried about the Broncos. The fans shouldn't be stressed that much. Mm. I think uh, the thing that we can it just highlights it's a business, and the players get it up the butt all the time. Man, we saw it when uh, what's his name, uh, Jawan? What's his name? The the tackle that that got hurt and lost his guaranteed oh. contract. Jawan James. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that sucked. That was a bummer. And Broncos. Broncos again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we know they're a cutthroat-ass organization. Um, Their stock is going down for me like, fuck y'all as a team. But. Sure. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, just for the sake of the conversation, I don't know if they'll be able to afford this, but I think it bears noting that there are several notable free agents at the quarterback position who will be available in the year 2024. Okay. Quarterbacks such as Kirk Cousins, who they're not going to be able to afford. I was going to say him as a, but I didn't know that they won't be able to. Fu- they won't be able to pay him. I don't well, think. Yeah, his first guaranteed contract ever. That ain't Ryan happening. Ta- Ryan Tannehill. Jacoby now, if you want Brissett. some frustration? You want some frustration as uh, Broncos fans? <clears throat> take on a little Ryan Tannehill in your life. <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing rumors that Arthur Smith is going to try to save his job next year by getting Ryan Tannehill in the building for the Falcons. I'm like, shoot me in the face. Uh, (laughs) Jacoby Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor. Go ahead and hit the button. (laughs) Oh, this this button? No. Marcus (laughs) Mariota? Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no fucking way Sean Payton's gonna do that. Uh also available is Sam Darnold. Okay, uh, that that could be it. Possibly reuniting with Jameis Winston. I don't know, man. I think that's mm-hmm. a that might be the best quarterback option. Mm-hmm. The best, the highest ceiling. I mean, he's already worked James with him. With. Yeah, he's worked with him. He he knows the system. He's very very annoying, but yeah. he's, he's got the highest ceiling, man. If you get, but if he couldn't get James Wilson and Winston to not throw interceptions, then <laughs> I yeah. don't think he's going to get it now. Uh, the other quarterbacks available: Baker Mayfield, who I assume is going to be offered a deal by the Bucks, so I would scratch him off the list. Gardner Minshew. Joshua Dobbs. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. I didn't know Baker Mayfield was a possibility. If that if that means Tampa is going to be without a quarterback, Mm. Russell Wilson in Tampa does not sound bad. I agree. But the prevailing wisdom is that Baker Mayfield, who most people have forgotten, is playing on a $4 million prove-it contract this year. Oh, you think he proved it? <laughs> I, I think he proved it. I think he's been the best yeah. quarterback in that division, and I think the Bucks would be stupid not to offer him, mm-hmm. bare minimum, a two-, three-year deal, right? Yeah. I, if for nothing other than, like, let's offer him a two- or three-year deal so that we can stay relevant and he'll be our bridge quarterback until we can find our quarterback of the future. If the Bucks don't do that, they're idiots. Yeah. Um, Gardner Minshew is available. Joshua Dobbs is available. Easton Stick, Mason Rudolph, and Jake Browning. Those are the sort of current list of free agent quarterbacks to be. Oof. Feels like Tannehill might be the. Actually, that might be highest. Tannehill or Jameis Winston is your is your cream of the crop, or you draft. And get something good in the draft. Mm. The draft is going to be a crapshoot, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. But you get so, something in the draft, and you have Tannehill on there on your roster to kind of set it up for like you did for Will Levis. 
I mean, Tannehill's I know, the one that's gonna not stay out of the way. He's not gonna give you trouble. He's not gonna be saying I need to start. You know, he's not gonna be getting in the way of the other quarterback and doing a little no. shady shit. He'll be somebody that'll play ball and be like a company man. Uh, the other side of this that we're not talking about is that for the next two games, Jared Stidham is essentially auditioning for next year. If he can show over a two-game stretch that he can – I don't even think he necessarily needs to win games, but I, I think if he can show that he can run Sean Payton's offense, then maybe he gets a job. Or maybe he gets a job in tandem with one of these free agents or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be very interesting to see, but I where's be, where's Garoppolo? Garoppolo's still with the Raiders technically, but he's injured. He's done for the year. Okay, I thought about but, him the other day. Like, well, I haven't heard about Jimmy G, man. <laughs> as far as it's I'm concerned, Jimmy, okay. Jimmy G is just gonna slide gracefully out of the league. I think at this point, maybe yeah. he gets a backup job somewhere. I'm not sure, but I don't hmm. know. Um. I can say this. I think it would be rough to to be a Broncos fan right now. Um, I don't know. It's a weird – it's been a weird – I mean, since they won the Super Bowl, it's really – it's been mostly bad for them. <laughs> uh, I mean, they have not managed to find a decent, serviceable quarterback. Since they dragged one to a Super Bowl championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since they dragged limp arm uh, Manning all the way to the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. When he couldn't throw the ball 20 yards anymore. And they still fucking mm-hmm. were so good that they took out uh, the aforementioned Cam Newton. Mm. Who, uh, yeah. Yeah, who is foreshadowed what we're seeing now in Russell Wilson's career. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, according to Russell Wilson, the only response that he's had so far officially is from his Twitter account where he tweeted. You catch your nigga off guard with this shit. Exactly. (laughs) He said something similar. He said, God's got me. Oh, Lord. I'll be good. And then he said that other thing that you just said. You catch your nigga off guard with this shit. (laughs) I'm here to double down. That shit is a a two-pack of ass. (laughs) What you doing out here with all this ass? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel bad for Russ, but something about him is uh, annoying anyway. He's going to figure it out. He's got his team I mean, together. He's probably so like happy and Christian about the whole thing that it's annoying as fuck. I'm, I'm sure Sean Payton's like, shut the fuck up. Get this guy out of my locker room. <laughs> at the end of the day, I think Russell Wilson is going to walk away from the game at some point with a bag of money. Yeah. A Super Bowl ring. And he will likely make it into the Hall of Fame because of that Super Bowl. Um. And a good career. And he had a great career. You know, for three years, I rewatched that comeback they had over the Packers. Hmm. When they scored, like, they weren't even supposed to. They It might have been a wild card game. I don't remember. Or uh, it, it got them to the championship game. I forget. But one year, around 2013-ish, around there, when they had to get, I want to say, two onside kicks. Mm-hmm. Some crazy shit, man. 
That I watched that game for the next three years. It's I'll never forget that. Russ was throwing that thing down the field. They had they converted an onside where the guy tried to catch it. I forget the white guy. You know those white receivers that, that play black, so everybody loves them. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Packers had one. What's that? You know what I'm talking about now when I say that shit, man. I do, but uh, I can't remember. It was like a slot receiver, man. I forget, but he he touched the ball and then they got it. Uh, he he he's a receiver too. He just fucking they got the uh, they picked it up and then what a game! I, I everybody go back and watch that uh, Packers versus uh, Seahawks the final like three minutes or something like that where they came back and ended up going mm. to the Super Bowl. But that Russ was so exciting. He was the best player in football back then. He really was. For for a nice stretch there, he was one of the most exciting players in football, 100%. Yeah, so um, he, can, and he, now, he don't have nothing to hang his head about. Your shit, you know, we knew you were 5'11", and that sucks when you can't run anymore like you used to. And and now, oddly enough, um, the most exciting player in football, <laughs> we might as well... <laughs> one thing, Skip. Well... One thing, I'm sorry, man. I keep cutting you off. I'm so sorry. Uh, I typed in Google Packers white receiver. <laughs> and it came up, didn't it? Jordy Nelson, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love that that's all you had to type in. <laughs> Jordy like Nelson, that's only, did it. <laughs> like it's the only white receiver they ever had. I know, right? Even though I can't name another one right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. I'm sorry. What were you saying? My bad. My bad. Well, I was trying to smoothly transition into the current most exciting player in football. We might as well talk about this Thursday night game while we're here. Oh, yeah. Joe Flacco. Bro, I watched it. I watched the 40-minute joint. Wow. The – I just – it comes down to a guy – I remember when we played them and Dolphins were on a roll, and it was the Jets, though. Dolphins were on a roll. And they kept doing this amoeba shit. This is back when under under uh, Brian Flores. And the amoeba was confusing everybody. And Joe Flacco scared the shit out of us. We won the game. But nothing surprised him. He was like, get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> and that's what it felt like watching this game. This dude has seen everything. And it's just, and he's always been a gunslinger. And, and they used to say he's trying to get a defensive pass interference by just throwing it deep. <laughs> and they got him all the way to a Super Bowl championship. But uh, I, I love how he plays, and he's going to give you some opportunities to beat him too. I mean, Joe Flacco, who was on the Jets roster and cut after the 2022 season, yeah, and oh. m- most certainly would have made a serviceable backup to Aaron Rodgers post-Achilles injury, walked out onto the field mm. – on a cold, dark Cleveland Thursday night, and he set the Jets <laughs> on fire. And he did so in part thanks to a little help from two more former Jets mm-hmm. uh, in Elijah Moore and Jerome yeah. Ford. I yeah. mean, Moore got hurt, unfortunately, but yeah. Letting a, letting a gaggle of your own former players roll into the game and slap you around like that just reeks of organizational incompetence, in my opinion. It happens um, to them every year, man. They keep doing this over shit. and over and over and over and. That's just their thing, man. And they lose this game, um, convincingly, despite mm-hmm. winning both the time of possession and the turnover battle. 
mm-hmm. while also get, gaining roughly the same amount of total yards as the other team, mostly because they, the Jets had 12 penalties in this game. 12 penalties of nearly 80 total lost yards shit and shit like illegal formations, 12 yeah. men in the huddle, Bush yep. league type shit. I, I mean, it's just pathetic. And then it reflects course, on the coach, bro. You know, there was no Amari Cooper in, in the game this week. He was sort of suffering from a, a they just, I think they just ran the wheels off of Amari Cooper last week when he had like yeah. 200 something yards. <laughs> he uh, suffered from uh, they said his injury report says excessive yardage. <laughs> exactly excessive yardage <laughs> but it didn't matter it didn't matter because joe flacco mm-hmm. also has this crazy connection with david and joku who had 134 yards receiving on six receptions in this game from the u let's go yes. let's go <laughs> uh but drum form ford was 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 quite the star in this game as well he had 12 carries for 64 yards mm-hmm. and then he had two catches for 57 yards and two touchdowns. And yeah. I, it has to be said, but the Jets' inability to tackle in this game was terrible. You are trash! Like, the mm-hmm. number of times, I think, the number of times that they had a guy dead mm-hmm. to rights and he managed to break the tackle, it's like, what are you doing here? The only person on the Jets' side of the football that deserves any kind of praise whatsoever is Brees Hall, who played his ass off. Uh, he had 84 yards rushing, and he also had yeah. 42 yards receiving and a touchdown. This guy, he was doing everything because nobody else was doing shit. Trevor Simeon was dreadful. Both quarterbacks threw pick sixes in this game, so yeah. those kind of washed each other out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was this was a, There's a lot I mean, of bad football from what I watch. And it's funny, like almost all of the points were scored in the first half. Yeah, the score the score was like what was it like thirty four to seventeen? It was thirty something. Half? Yeah, because it reminded me of the Dolphins Jets game when it was twenty seven to nothing, yeah, or twenty or twenty four to nothing at the half. It's like you get you give up this many points in the first half, and then second half these teams just cruise, and the Jets looks so bad, and they kept going yeah. for it on fourth down at bad times. Then at the end they had to go for it on fourth down. They got a field yeah. goal blocked when yeah. they were going to cut it to a two score game. That's true. It was just like, and also one of their Salah, man. I feel bad for Salah. The, They've already guaranteed his job that he's not yeah. going to play coach next year. It's looking like they need to. It's one of those teams that like it might be a Panthers type of situation, which is worst case scenario for Jets fans. But if this needs to, if they got a toxic interior in the front office, then it's never going to get better. And one indication of that is the fact that. They have Aaron Rodgers on the active roster, and he's already said he's not going to play. What mm. kind of signal does that say, send to the entire organization? Is that you're not a serious people, man? You are not serious people. The fuck are they yeah, doing, they, bro? It's very interesting, and they weren't even really able to capitalize off of their good fortune in this game either. Mm-hmm. Like one of the they turnovers. Well, they did, but but I'm saying like one of the Jets' turnovers was on a muffed punt, which mm-hmm. the Browns recovered in the red zone. Yeah. And they failed to put any points on the board because they turned the ball over on downs. So it's like this score could have been even worse. So mm-hmm. even when the defense is out there giving you a chance to win the game, you still just can't manage to win it. Um, and to me, again, this is like, I mean, you're literally playing in the game against what used to be your backup quarterback. And the guy is just the past four to five games. I mean, he's averaging over 300 yards 
passing Joe Flacco. It's like it's absurd. Like how many times this year have we seen people that would have helped the Jets at least be in the playoff hunt? Yeah. These backups and they just keep trotting out bullshit. And it's like so what if it's not Aaron Rodgers? It could have been insert <laughs> backup star here. You know what uh-huh. I mean? So many times, man. They just look bad. And it's not even one of those fire the coach and and f- because of the roster's good. It's like what are they? It's really I re- really bad. I really wonder and we'll never know this, but I really wonder how much behind the scenes mm-hmm. um how much of their decision to not bring in a backup has to do with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I wonder that too, because he seems like he has the team by the balls, man. They were talking about how many former Packers are on there. <laughs> I could hear Kirk Herbstreet, who gets amazingly happy whenever somebody's like really new in their career. Right. So you could talk about their college days. That's so fucking yeah. great. <laughs> <clears throat> He's Played a rookie, really well. but he did a great. <laughs> yeah. Played really well for TCU. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen him at East Carolina, man. He was a great, great, great tackle at East Carolina. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. man, shut up, Kirk. <laughs> and Al Michaels just going through the motions because he's already let go and shit. Yeah, he's like, great college. Yeah, co- yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, like, it's the last last time I'm going to do this job, and it's with this yeah. guy. It's like the last time I was in college, you were still allowed to hit women. That's <laughs> <laughs> the R.I.P. Sean Connery. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but well, that's, the, our, I mean, that's our thing, man. I think, I Browns, think we can wrap it up. Yeah, we can we can totally wrap it up. But I just have to say, the Browns without Deshaun Watson <laughs> are suddenly fun again. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I was. I, I I remember when Baker Mayfield was trying to bring the Browns back from the dead, and he had that one year where they actually won a playoff game, and it was like, yeah, this almost is beat the Chiefs. Team. Almost yeah. beat the Chiefs. Remember that? Yeah. This this is a fun team to root for. If they just got rid of Deshaun Watson, I could mm. I could totally jump back on their fun little orange colored bandwagon. He's a habitual line yeah. stepper. Can't do it. Come on out, you rapist! Mm. Wow! Wow! Wow. <laughs> I never heard that at the end before. Wow! I love it. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> wow! Come on out, you rapist! Wow! Wow. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, I'm having too much fun on the soundboard, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh it was a it was a fun game though. I can, it's hard not to root for the Browns. I really hope Stefanski gets coach of the year. I wouldn't mind Shane Steichen getting it. Um and it'd be fun if Joe Flacco got nominated for comeback player of the year. Could, yeah, I mean it's kind of a small sample size, so maybe yeah. it doesn't get it. But, but I feel like is, yeah, come back from the dead player of the year. <laughs> I feel like he should get some MVP votes with the way he's playing right now. It's crazy. Uh, it's fun. No man, he just threw a pick six, man. <laughs> Pump the brakes, Skip. <laughs> uh, oh man! All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thank y'all for checking it out. We won't. We won't get out of here on an uh, emergency broadcast note. We'll get out of here on a normal note. But we really appreciate everybody checking us out, taking a little time 
And uh, we'll be back soon, man. We're going to talk about all the games. There's Saturday games. Don't forget that. And uh, Sunday games, Monday game, all that shit. And we'll be back to talk about all of it. It has been John the Rollins. Skip Vizara. What's FNFL? Peace. Let me go. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.